Our responsibility is to share. Their response is not our responsibility. The Lord told us to go and tell the good news. Welcome to Until All Have Heard from the Far East Broadcasting Company with Ed Cannon, our president. I'm Wayne Shepherd, and we're going to hear that man. He has spent a lifetime in the country of Burma, known as Myanmar now, but uh, tell me about Mem. Wow, just listening to that little introduction put a chill in my spine because Mem and Ruth, his wife, have dedicated their life to broadcasting the good news to the minority people group called the Mon, and Mem has not had an easy life. He had polio as a child, Hmm. and they don't have the right medications where he grew up in order to cure it, so he's unable to walk. He's fashioned some homemade braces and crutches that he used to use to hobble around in the back countries of Thailand and Myanmar, and now he's in an electric wheelchair, but it doesn't dampen his enthusiasm or his joy for any moment as he goes about to do that work. And pre-COVID, you visited him in Myanmar. Tell me about the studio he uses. Well, they invited me into their home for a meal, and his wife cooked a lovely curry. I remember it as a green curry. She tells me, no, I didn't make green curry. I made red curry. So (laughs) that's a debate for another day. But it was delicious. I remember that. And only about 10 feet away from their kitchen was a little... I think at one time it was just a large pantry uh, attached to the kitchen, but he had converted it to his broadcast studio. Hmm. And he had quite a bit of memorabilia in there, photographs of people that he had met, old music tapes that he had used of uh, ethnic music that he and his friends had recorded for the radio broadcast. But the thing that strikes me the most about his studio was this soundproofing where he had the cardboard mango crates uh, stapled up on the wall for soundproofing that he and his wife had dragged out of the garbage dumps at right? the grocery stores. And I bet it worked, right? It worked wonderfully. And the joy on his face, even as I did this interview, it was coming out, but I remember him the day I was there in his studio as he's looking at his screen and seeing that there was a thousand people streaming live the very program he had just done He's incredibly filled with joy. Hmm. No concern Hmm. about his situation in life. Didn't need better soundproofing. He was reaching thousands of people with the good news. He's a great servant of Christ. Well, he came to our headquarters in La Mirada, California, and you sat down to talk with him. So let's hear that conversation right now. Here today with a dear friend of mine, Mem Thun Tain, who I first met in Thailand. He and his lovely wife, Ruth, have been... Missionary serving with FEBC for how many years, man? Uh, we were in Thailand for 26 years. 26 years. Yes. Um, I was really uh, inspired by Mem. He asked me to come into his recording studio, which is right next to the kitchen, right? Right, right. And the first thing I noticed in his recording studio was that it was, uh, let's say, somewhat homemade. He had soundproofing in the studio, which was... Uh, cardboard mango crates, which Mem told me he pulled out of the trash. Right. And, and every, what, time, every time my wife goes into the market, she just pick it up on the street and then brought it back home. And it was very effective. And I put it on the wall. It? Yeah, yeah, it was up on the wall. It, it works well. It works well. And, and yet that day, the thing he wanted to show me in his studio was the number of people live streaming his program all across Burma and Thailand. Why don't you tell us just a little bit about that? Actually, um, 
Our main um, ministry is a radio, shortwave radio. Shortwave. Shortwave radio. When we first, uh, God called us to this radio ministry, it's only 15 minutes per day. Okay. So we did 15 minutes per day programs for a while. And then our listeners would write to us, oh, 15 minutes is too short. As shortwave, you know, it's yes, hard to yes. find a station. So yeah. they said, can you, you know, have it a little longer? So I asked FEBC, yeah. can we have more time? Yes. So they gave, they gave me half an hour. Wow, praise God. From half an hour, we broadcast for a while. And then I saw a slot in the broadcast schedule. Mm-hmm. One slot that is free in the morning. So I thought, this time will be good for our people. Yeah. So I asked FEBC, can I have this slot? And then they said, oh, yes. So we got half an hour in the evening, half an hour in the morning. Wow. So we got one hour. But we used the same program yeah. because some people are free in the evening, sure. not free in the morning. So they, they, they just uh, listen to whenever they're free. Yeah. So that's, that's how it started. And so now what language is that that you're broadcasting in? Um, my language is called Mon, M-O-N, Mon. Yes. So every time I come to the States and visit places, when I say Mon, they said, oh, we know that people because they're confused with the Hmong. Hmong, Hmong. right. The Hmong people are hill area, you know, they're, they're hill tribe. Yeah. The Hmong people are lowlanders. We are rice cultivators. I see. Yeah. We live near the rivers and yeah. open sea. So so it's Mon spelled M-O-N, M-O-N. versus Mong, which is H-M-O-N-G. Yeah. Right, Hmong. Yeah, right, right. I, we, here in America, we say Hmong, I guess. Yeah. We're, they, they said that Mong. Mong. Yeah. So how large is the Mon people group? That also is an um, um, interesting question because... Between the the other claims and the the claim from uh, official statistic, uh-huh. there will be about three million people. Okay. I think. Okay, three that's, million. That's my estimation. And, and the Mon people live not only in Thailand but also in Burma. Yes, and some in Cambodia and Vietnam, maybe or no. Uh, some people said there are Mon people in Cambodia, but I'm not sure because I've okay. never been there. Okay. Cambodia, Khmer people, and the Mon people are from the same language family group. I see. I see. We are not tonal yeah. language. I see. So we are related language-wise. And yeah, uh, mostly the majority of the Mon people are in Burma, yeah. which is now called Myanmar, Myanmar, and Thailand also. Okay. Thailand is also... Um, um, a country where the Mon people have settled in the very from the very early days, even before the mm-hmm. Thai kingdom was mm-hmm. established, mm-hmm. the Mons were there first. Mm-hmm. I see. Now, for those here in America, we think about Thailand and Burma as being almost exclusively from the Buddhist background. Yes, Buddhist faith, and yes. some of these pagodas that we have seen there yes. in Burma are quite yes. striking. Yes. Uh, and the dedication of those people to their faith is extreme. Yes, so very strong. how do you see people responding to your gospel messages when you talk about Jesus? And Yeah, you know, our people are very polite. I see. You know, they, they don't go against what, what you share. 
they will listen and they said, oh, all religions are good, but our responsibility is to share. To share. Their response is not our our responsibility. Yes. Yes. So that's that's the way we go with it. Yeah. The Lord told us to go and tell the good news, and that's what we do. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> just... And if only you could see his face as he's telling me this story, because Mem's face is beaming with joy, a huge smile, uh, obvious excitement. He has passion to share the good news with his Mon people in these areas. It's a privilege. What are the kind of responses you get from people? You were sharing with me earlier today some of the responses you've got from people and some of the questions they ask you. Uh, How could you share with our audience? Uh, With the radios, we don't get very much uh, letter, you know. Mm -hmm. But now that we are in media with uh, Facebook live streaming and Internet, we were able to see more results than the radio. Yes. So... Especially with the Facebook live streaming, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we can come, uh, interact with the listeners right away. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, recently, some people are asking, these people are really mourn people? Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> what, what God is the God that they're talking about? Right. So they, they're, they're very curious and yeah. they want to find out yeah. if this is real. So yeah. they, they even said... Are these Mon people from outside of Burma? Yeah. Did they find this God outside of Burma? I see. So yeah. our people were able to respond to them that, no, this, in our Mon land, um, the gospel, the, the good news of Jesus Christ came over 200 years ago. Oh. So it's, it's quite uh, a long time already. Oh, oh. Actually, when the first... A Protestant missionary came to Burma. Uh-huh. It was through Judson, who uh-huh. came to Burma first. Okay. And at that time, the lower Burma where Judson arrived is populated by the Mon people. I see. Yeah. So we can say that the Mon people heard the gospel first in Burma. First in Burma. Uh, we, we are Mon people even believe the first convert is 100% Mon. Our um, born people are very have a very strong Buddhism in the background. I see. Yeah. To be a mon is to be a Buddhist. If you say I'm mon, but I'm a Christian, but you, but you mon, they said like that. Yeah. So yeah. what what they mean is, you Buddhism is in your blood. Yeah. You have you you can't be other. <laughs> so that makes it a real challenge real for the challenge. work that you're trying right. to do. Right. Um, you know, we started by talking a little bit about shortwave radio and just to be clear to our audience, FEBC has a large shortwave site, transmission site in Manila in the Philippines. So you record your program in Thailand, yes, where you live, mm-hmm. and then you ship the signal to Manila and they mm-hmm. air it. Right. Is that right? Right. And, of course, that shortwave broadcast doesn't have boundaries. It can go all across all the region. Over, yeah. Anyone can yes. hear it. Yes. At the beginning, you know, we had to send uh, cassette tapes. Sometime the cassette tape arrived in the Philippines late. Sometimes it gets lost. Yeah. But slowly, slowly, because of technology, now we yeah. can transfer right away as soon as you finish the program. Sure. So that's uh, an advantage. Sure. sure. I'm sure you could tell wonderful stories about the difference between technology when you first mm-hmm. started mm-hmm. and technology today. But 
what we say here at FABC is the one thing that never changes is our mission to proclaim the good news of Jesus Christ. Yes. And that's not going to change as no. long as you and I are working here, right, right ma'am? Right. Now, in addition, I start at the very beginning by saying I, I, I had the privilege of going into your studio when I had mm -hmm. the meal in your home. And you were so excited because I think this is the first time you'd been on the Internet. So now you're broadcasting your programs uh, through the Internet. Yes. And there was a gauge, a little meter in the lower right-hand corner showing how many people were actually following which is a real revelation, right? You never right. saw that in shortwave. Right. No. Uh, tell me how that made you feel. Oh, it's uh, very encouraging. I mean, sometimes you feel like you're just talking to the wall, and we don't even know if people are listening, you know. Because of the direct uh, result that we can see, it's uh, make a wall of difference. Yeah. 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 And that day, you know, I'll share with you, our listening audience, Mem was so excited to see, you know, now there's 25 people streaming live, 30. He couldn't take his eye off that number. A few minutes later, he called me back, Ed, look, now there's 50, 50 people listening at once. And it was such an exciting uh, new revelation to know, right. almost as if you could see their faces, that little number mm -hmm. in the lower hand corner of the screen. Right. So yeah, right. that's fantastic. Yes. Mem, uh, your faithful service there for so many years. Uh, and now you're still doing programs. Yes. Uh, you found a replacement for yourself in yes. Thailand. Yes. Uh, who we're praying for, and he's doing a fantastic job. Mm -hmm. uh, how did you find that young man? Well, um, we since we left uh, America to go to Thailand for this ministry, we asked the Lord to show us somebody who would be able to come along. But we had to wait a long time, mm -hmm. maybe about... 20 years until we found this guy. Mm -hmm. uh, we had this uh, ethno music workshop, mm -hmm. and he, he, he is one of the participants. Mm -hmm. And I realized that this would be a good person to uh, continue this work. Mm -hmm. So I started talking to him, and he was very pleased. So we, we take a long time trying to train him. Mm -hmm. So right now, He's doing very well, mm -hmm. even better than the way I was able to do because I'm I'm the only one in my family that can speak Mon. For him, his wife, his kids, I they see. all speak yeah. Mon, yeah. Yeah. so they all can chip in yeah. whenever he needs uh, other voice resources. So yeah. Yeah. he's doing great. I'm yeah. really thankful that well. God has provided this person. Praise God. As typical of uh, many FEBC staff, Mem is just very, very humble. We think he's done a great job for many, many years. So as we wrap up here, Mem, I've got this picture that's been hanging outside of my office for about 10 years. It's a picture taken in Burma of you and some local tribal peoples. Um, and I've looked at that picture for 10 years and, and always thought, what what a wonderful thing, because these people are giving you a gift. Mm -hmm. And in my mind, it was in appreciation for your radio broadcasts. But mm -hmm. now I've learned otherwise. So you want to yes. tell us what this really is a picture of? Okay. Well, the the location is uh, in a little moon village. We Every time we go to Burma or Myanmar, we do radio distribution um, whenever there's opportunity. So... We went to this little village. We have some shortwave radio with us. So we saw some people in the village and we stopped by 
and they came out. So I gave them a shortwave radio, so they are very thankful, and they're, they're receiving it with a, a great thankful heart. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so when we think about this picture, ladies and gentlemen, uh, it's a whole family. It's a man and his wife and four or five young children. And together with the broadcasts that Mem has been putting out for over 30 years, God's gospel is reaching into families like this, even in these kind of remote regions. And as we close today, Mem, how can our listening audience pray for you and the work going on there in Burma? Yeah. Um, our people has a strong fall of the enemy, the strong hold of the, the Buddhism Mm -hmm. They they hear it, they can see it, but it still doesn't reach their heart mm -hmm. deeply yet. Mm -hmm. So just pray for the breakdown of the stronghold so that the Mon people will come to the Lord in many, many changed lives to our to our people. So that that is our Biggest prayer request. We'll pray that they'll yeah. come in multitudes. Yes. Thanks very much for joining us today. So as you recall uh, this interview from time to time, remember Mem and his staff there in Burma as they're reaching out to the people of Myanmar and Thailand with the gospel of Jesus Christ. God bless you, Mem. Always a treat to be Thank with you. Thank you. That's FABC broadcaster Mem Thun Tain talking with Ed Cannon. It's humbling to hear people like this, Ed. Well, you've put your finger right on the way I feel uh, my entire career here with FEBC, Wayne, being around people who just give so much of themselves for the purpose of communicating the gospel. Humble, godly men like Mem, he considers himself just a common man. Hmm. But what God does through dedicated, common men, uh, it's obviously God's hand. It's not because of who we are. It's because of what God does through our organization. Yeah, it's got to be harder for him with the disability he has at the same time. I I'm sure it's made it very difficult for him over the years, but he never talks about it. Hmm. He never seems to to mind or it, it never even comes up as a topic of conversation. Uh, as a matter of fact, he, he is filled with so much joy. I wish all of those listening today could have such a sense because he's not letting the things of life that might slow us down or cause us to complain to bother him at all. He's all about seeing the good news in the lives of those he speaks to, and yeah. that's where his joy is. It's a great lesson for us who have listened to Mem's testimony here today. You know, Ed, one of the reasons we created this podcast was to tell stories like the one we heard today. I mean, we've got staff around the world that just have such great stories to tell. We, we want our listeners to hear about them. And we're going to continue doing that, Wayne. I'm just thinking as we speak today about the dozens of staff I've got that have unbelievable testimonies I, I'm sure would interest many of our listeners here in the U.S. All right. We're going to bring those to you in the weeks ahead. Hey, why don't you pass the word about Until All Have Heard, this new podcast from the Far East Broadcasting Company. Leave a review at Apple Podcasts or other places. Listen on Spotify. Share it on social media. Let friends know that Until All Have Heard is available to them for listening as well. Well, Ed, we just celebrated Thanksgiving, which means Christmas is just ahead. And in the weeks ahead, we've got some more stories to tell on this podcast. Sure. In the spirit of the upcoming celebration of the birth of Christ, we have many testimonies and uh, interviews with people that might interest you and spark your enthusiasm for the celebration of Christ's birth. In the meantime, you can find out more information at febc.org. Again, the Far East Broadcasting Company, febc.org. 
until all have heard. Thanks for listening.